Welcome listeners to a special edition of Lace Out. Uh, Jamie and I have just had the opportunity, like many people in this country, to sit back and watch the Adam Goods documentary, The Final Quarter, and I thought we, uh, as we were sort of sitting there watching it, the message came through from from Jamie, should we have a chat about this? And um, I couldn't couldn't reply quicker because, mate, I, was, I don't know about you, but I was pretty embarrassed by the end of it, to be honest. Yeah, uh, hey everyone. Um, and hey Chris, how are you going? Uh, yeah, I've probably had a good serve of humble pie, I reckon, tonight after watching that. <laughs> yeah, um, that was all too real, wasn't it? It's way too real. Um, when they came out and spoke about it at the AFL, uh, through the buy around, and the AFL had a chance to watch it before, obviously, the public did. And there's a lot of chatter about, you know, there are some people there that will be very embarrassed. And I think the one thing that we can all probably reflect on is that, you know, we should all probably take away that um, the attitudes that we shown um, and reflected towards Adam Goods and that booing situation, we could all probably learn something from it. I've been, if anyone has been listening for the last couple of years, I've been very, very vocal on, on booing. And I said, I'll teach my kids to boo and, and I'll boo. And, you know, I'm probably still going to do it. Because, you know, it's it's good versus evil. It's the cops versus robbers. It's the cowboys versus the Indians, if you know what I mean. It's, you always boo the bad guy. But there's always been a bit of, you know, uh, I, don't even know I don't even know the word to use, um, innocence about it. It's just just having a boo. But, I, you know, I think what really hit me was as it sort of got towards the end, it, it wasn't, it was as the documentary went on and it was just persistent persistent, persistent booing, that was where it sort of hit me and went, there's there's no reason for it. Yeah. There, there yeah. wasn't any reason. And, and I was, I've said before, well, there's so many Indigenous players in the league. Why doesn't anyone else get booed? I can see why now. Because what he did, and it was probably the last three or four years of, of his career where he really copped it, Mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm the first one to put my hand up and say, look, if I've ever done it, mate, I'm wrong. I'm completely yeah. wrong. Yep. Yep. And you and I have had lots of discussions about oh, the booing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so I don't think our listeners, I think our listeners are pretty clear on where we both stand on it. Yeah. Or where we, you and I stand on it. Um, yeah, we stand on it. And I, th- I think for the first time, I've actually sort of had my eyes opened a little bit and realised there's 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 good natured booing if you know what I mean like it's haha in the moment, but what he went through like I, yeah. I I wouldn't be doing it at all. There's just no excuse for it. It was pathetic. It, so, it really it was pathetic. I was actually towards the end just I was uh, almost I almost welted up because mm. of trying to empathise what this guy was going through. I, I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, what was it in the end? There's something like um, 30 AFL games nonstop of being booed. And when you watch it on TV, um, you get the commentators' sound and audio over the top. But when they take all that away and it's just the effects mics at the ground and that's all you were hearing um, in that last sort of 25 minutes of the documentary, I'm, I'm actually still I'm actually, I still have chills listening to the, the, the roar and the boo of the crowd. No, oh, it's it was pathetic, and and funny you, you look at people like Andrew Bolt, 
Sam Newman, Eddie Maguire, etc. And you can sort, you can. I'm, I'm a Libra, so I always see both sides of the both sides of it, and you can understand some of the things that they said and the reasons behind it. But I think it was like he played football for 17 years. And no one's really going to remember anything outside of the last five because yeah. of the way it was. And it's it's you know they said some they said some things which at the time I'm going okay that makes sense at the time, but then you see just what it what a yeah oh I was re- I was just embarrassed I was really embarrassed by the end yeah and I I went in with open eyes I must have missed I must admit I did miss the first couple of minutes because I was trying to put the kids to bed um and I just sat down there watched it and, and as it just kept going and going on I'm thinking is this going to stop like is it it's going to stop and it just didn't. And sometimes you forget how bad, how bad it got to the point. If I was in his shoes, I virtually would have quit the game after 372 games. He's like, what's the point of going on? If this is what I'm going to be subjected to. Yeah. And I think you hit the nail on the head before Chris, where you said, this is what, this is unfortunately the legacy that is going to go out on and not, and not the two brown low medals and the two premierships and the three Bobby Skilton medals and the four times All-Australian and the three Sydney-leading goal kickers and the AFR Rising Star, Indigenous Team of the Century, Australian of the Year. That's all going to be sort of pushed to the wayside and he will be remembered as the guy who got booed for 30 straight games in a row and quit because effectively we pushed him out. And, And 464 goals as well. And on four hundred and sixty, yeah, exactly. It's and as you'll read, as I've never been one. Like I, I always look at Sam Newman as a bit of a. He's a character on 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 the show. He's 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 not. I always feel he's not genuinely like that. But when I was watching those two grabs, um, probably the last fifteen minutes of the doco, fuck, that was embarrassing. Yeah, the first one didn't. I think the first one was a little bit earlier, so it's sort of okay. Yeah, you know the whole spear thing, etc. Yeah, but it was the last one when he was going on about maybe you're just not you know, you're just full of yourself and all that sort of stuff. And the crowd was clapping him. It's just hard. And, I, and I'm just sitting there looking at that, and I'm, I'm looking at everything that was being shown at the same time. And it yeah, all right. He may he may have you know left a sour taste in in your mouth. Mm. because of his actions. Yeah. But no one should be subjected to that, at yeah. regardless of who it is. Yeah. And he was a guy that just stood up for his, who he is. Yeah. And I think someone said, I think, funny enough, the, the one that really resonated with me was Robbo. When he was having a punch on with, who was he having the punch on with in the studio? And he basically said along the lines of, mate, I know, I know dickheads. Oh, I know knuckleheads. When they get told they're not allowed to do something, you know what? They, they yeah. just go ahead and do it. Stuff you. Yeah. And by the end, they don't even know why they're doing it. And I think that's exactly what, what happened. By the end, yeah. people were just doing it for the sake of doing it. But if you ask them why you're doing it, oh, well, I don't know. Yeah, but but why are you booing him? There, that extra layer wouldn't have been there. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, it was, it was pathetic. It's it's made me have a look at sort of my 
stance on it a hell of a lot. And that's one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna put the kids down and say, look, just have a look at this. And how would you feel? Yeah. Yep. And I actually really liked the clips to the um, Melbourne football show. Yeah. When they were saying, you flip the whole situation around. You've got 99% of the white media telling us how we should feel when they've never lived it. Yeah. Just as, um, as we were getting this started, uh, straight after it, uh, Gavin Wanganine was talking to Waleed and, and Jude Bolton, part of the sort of wrap-up. And they spoke to him about it and they said, you know, how did you sort of feel, etc." And he, he even said, look, if I, if I was sort of felt like that and, and, and knew about it, I, I might have done something a little bit earlier. But I, I didn't. So it, yeah. it just puts in perspective how, how much he had to get out of the comfort zone and to say, this is who I am and this is what I represent and I know I'm going to go through some grief. Yeah. But geez, you don't, you don't realise because it just kept compounding. Towards the end, it just kept compounding. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't end up doing the lap of honour in 2015 at the grand final parade because of the way he left the game is just it's tragic. It's, it's, it's sad. Shit. Well, it's just shit. And I remember when he said it, I sort of said to myself, and I probably said it to you, and I said it to him, I'm like, that's, that's pathetic. Like, seriously, they're not going to do it. But how did you know? How would you know that? Yeah. And and I think that was what it was. Like, I, I just can't trust anyone. Yeah. I think the trust completely went out. Yeah. Um, What were your thoughts on, you know, the whole King Kong thing with Eddie? Yeah. What was your overall thoughts or perspective after seeing that? Um, at the, I remember at the time I was just thinking um, it was just a poorly, poorly chosen words, um, a, a poorly chosen gag that just wasn't funny. Um, but on reflection of that now, Eddie is a professional trained media personality. And after a week coming out earlier and saying, um, you know, we support Adam. We're going to help the 13 year old supporter in our team. We've got Buckley's come out and said something. I think that's just, I, I think they use the term um, casually racist or what was it? What was it? Was that the term they yeah, used? I think it was casually was it? racist. Yeah. Something along those lines. Or um, yeah. Yeah, we're casually think, we were casually racist, so and it didn't make sense. And then I went, actually, I think sometimes we are, and we don't. So completely yeah. ignorant to the two. I think he was just completely ignorant, which doesn't help the situation because you can't just claim ignorance over such a topical situation, especially a week after it started. Yeah, I'm in your camp with that one. I remember hearing it, and I thought at the time, "Nah, that, that's just a, that's just a, a bit of a gaff over overreaction." Yeah, but then when you say it was one week after the, the situation, and I, and I do honestly, deep down, I don't think he meant any anything by the term or by what he was saying. 
Yeah. But it was just the wrong words at the wrong time and it was just that perfect storm and it just blew up. If it was six months down the track, probably wouldn't have got a... No one would have probably batted two eyelids. Because yeah. one after the other. And the one that sort of also sh- um, shocked me a little bit, and I, I never... I didn't... I didn't. I totally forgot about this. There's a part where Andrew Bolt was going, um, the booing point the girl out but it was all good stood up in front of everybody and said and just basically picked on the girl and 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 hung her out to dry but then they showed the footage of him in the interview and there was five or six times he's gone it's not about it's not about me it's about educating the girls doing the right thing i don't want to hang her out to dry Mm. and then i think it was at that stage where i was really starting to feel which how you don't even already succumb to it that the media will just twist it for their story they'll make they'll make a story out of anything and cut out what they don't want you to hear yeah just to make it fit the narrative that they want yeah and i'm just sitting there going dude how can you say that like did you only see the first 30 seconds and go okay i've seen enough i'll make my comment on that Yeah, uh, that that current, that constant theme of Andrew Bolt and I didn't take her last name down, but Miranda, someone from the Telegraph, I yep. think uh, I think it was from. Yep. It just when they inserted article after article during the documentary, you know, after say five weeks of booing, and then it was ten weeks of booing, and seventeen weeks of booing, and they're saying, you know, it's not about Adam Goods, it's blah 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 blah. When you look at it all now uh, with perfect vision, you're like, it was only about Adam Goods. Yeah, it was only about the racial, um, the racial tones of Adam Goods. It was nothing other than about Adam Goods being an indigenous um, guy. No, Miranda Devine. Is that it, was it? Yeah. Miranda Devine? And it was, I did the same thing by the end of it as well when they put the news headlines up. You'd read some and then you'd see the complete opposite and you'd look down in the bottom corner to see who it was actually by. Yeah. Two consistent names, Bolt and Devine. Time and time and time again. Yeah. So I don't know whether they, you know, they're just, they're, their heads are in the sand like so many other people's were or they knew that, hey, if I say something, it's going to create shitstorm and I'm yeah. going to say it and That's I don't so care st- what the I don't care how many people I'm going to take out when I do it I'm just yeah. going to say it Casualties and, Steve, of war, and, and, and Steve Price and Alan Jones as well yeah when Price he was on the project and he said what it was all about yeah Alan Jones the, the interesting one the Charlie the Charlie the Charlie Pickering uh, the Charlie Pickering show when he was talking about what racism was but it's not racism. And then they had they had Jones, they had uh, Newman, they had Price. And they go, no, you are, what you are saying is racist. Yeah. It's almost, it's almost like, well, we've got our own definition of what racism is and we're not, it doesn't, what's going on isn't matching what's going on. So it can't be. <laughs> what did you is. think of um, the war dance when you first saw it, the spear dance? When you, when you when first, I first saw it, saw it um, I remember watching that game too, and I thought, and, and excuse the term here, what is this dickhead doing? When I first saw it, I thought, oh, here we go again. That 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 was that was how I felt when I first saw it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, because it just 
it looked vi- it looked violent. It looked menacing. Does that make sense? Like he was trying to make a statement to a group of people. Yeah. And I thought, oh, here we go. It's gonna the shitstorm's gonna start again, and it did. And the yeah. booing kept going, etc. Now, he was just a guy that was standing up for his race and being yeah. proud of his race. Yeah, I, at the time, I remember I actually, I personally loved it. I thought it was great. I had no issue with it. Um. Because, and I think they, I think, and they mentioned in the documentary, it's no different to, you know, uh, the All Blacks doing the haka or, or any other um, traditional dance. Yep. But when you're watching the commentary excerpts over it, like Eddie Maguire and Gary Lyon, uh, Jared Waitley, I think there was even there. Yep. It was 50 50, wasn't it? You had some people going, this is going to blow up. This is going to blow up. I think Gary Lyon was like, this is going to blow up. It did blow up. And Cara, I think she said that she loved it. Um, Eddie said that he wanted, uh, they, they should have been told he's going to do it so they can give it some context. Yeah. yeah. And like he, um, like Charlie Pickering goes, it was indigenous round and an indigenous guy did it. How much more <laughs> warning do you need? And, and yeah. I did, look, I did, ag- I did agree with that. I, I did agree with it. Um, but once again, I don't like that. There's a group of people doing the hacker. And so I can see that. And it was just, yeah. It was just, it was, it was genuinely eye-opening. Like oh. It was, yeah, it was, it was just, a, it was an upswell of emotion toward the end. So, all right. So, um, let's just go into some of the things there. Did the AFL take too long to react? Yes. Yeah. Do you think that we will ever see something like this ever again in AFL? To the level of that it got? Yeah. I don't think so. Because I don't think we're going to have another person like Adam Goods. Because he, he wasn't just a gun footballer. There were times, and I think there's there was also some footage towards the back end of it where there was a couple of times he got knocked and he, he, he sort of faked it to the ground, etc. And you could tell they were nowhere near his head. They were playing for free kicks. I don't care yeah. what anyone says. You can tell. And I reckon th- when you combined who he was with that, I reckon the booing to a degree started with some of the actions on the field. Yeah. that's what I reckon. That, I reckon that's what started it. But what it started as and what it ended up as were two completely different messages. Yeah, that's the right, that's sort of how I read into it. It, it started from "boo, yeah, you stop faking, etc." But then it just it just got bigger and bigger, and the initial start for what it was turned into something completely different, completely yeah. different. Yeah, I, I think some people were still in the mind frame of. No, you've just been the tool. Yeah. See, I thought, I, I think, yeah, you said it before, there would be no one like Adam Goods, and he tried to use his position in AFL um, for a change of good. Yep. Um, and I suppose it's, it's not it's not the same in a sense, but it kind of is the same. If you look at, uh, you know, Nelson Mandela tried to unite South Africa 
through sport and through rugby. And he saw the sport was the great healer, the great thing that brought people together. And I thought, you know, were people just thinking that Adam Goods is up there trying to push his agenda of indigenous culture and we don't cop that here in Australia, yada, 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 you know, that, that, that casually racist again, or that racism, that undertones we have here. Do you think that's what got people's backs up? Yeah, I think there was somebody who was throwing it down our throats in our national sport. And yeah, I think that was the thing that, I think that was the thing that people didn't like. It's that we shouldn't maybe cross the divide of having both. Yeah. It's sad. I think it's sad because I think we've got one of the one of the one of the greatest games here, um, and it should be a vehicle used for good, and all of those things: good, uh, bringing people together, teaching people, healing people, um, and it's sad that um, you know probably all got swept up in 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 Adam Good's. In the, in the Adam Goods um, whirlwind. And I think we, we've, we've got a lot better at it uh, with the Indigenous rounds, the Country round, Anzac Day round, etc. You know, we try and, you know, incorporate as many different races, religions, uh, sexual uh, preference type, whatever it is, we, we, we are really inclusive. It yeah. just goes to show that when you think you're on the right path, something like this occurs and consistently yeah. occurs and it just pushes all the all the the, the top layer of fluffiness away and yep. shows underneath that there is a, a really deep divide. Yep. And I do agree with you. I think that we will never see another Adam Goods again. Um and I hope I hope we don't see another Adam Goods again. From a yeah, football I, perspective, yes. From a yeah. pride in his culture, yes. But for the treatment that he received because he was trying to show who he was, I hope we never, ever see people turn on one person like like that pathetic behaviour. And, and we and everybody we can't, can we? Pardon? We can't. <laughs> we, we should as 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 people now who have watched it, um, who've lived through it, and I prob- I wouldn't be surprised if that is shown um so many times over the next 10 years, that particular documentary. Yeah, there'll be, a, there'll be an encore presentation of it, no doubt. We will, we will never, we should, oh, I'll say this again, we should never let ourselves get to that point again. No, I think, I think what it's done, it's made people have um, a look within themselves and made, made you think, made me think, probably, could I probably, have I, have I done it? Yeah, what were my reasons behind it? Maybe think twice next time. Could I've handled myself a little bit better? Certainly. Um, no, no one deserves that. Yeah, no one deserves it, regardless, yep. regardless and, whatsoever. And you can't change the past, but you can bloody well learn from it. Oh yeah, yeah like like we, we say at work when we work, you know, we're coaching people. It's it's not a mistake if you learn from it. Mm. Okay, we, we we can learn from it. What will be interesting is to see what flows on from this. Not not now, not in the next week or the next month, but see how things roll over in a year's time. Have will things have changed by then? Has the message got through? Because the government um, the government apparently wants to put this documentary in all schools throughout the country. 
which is not a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing whatsoever. Yeah, I'm looking forward to our first gay player to see what we will do now after the back of this. Uh, <laughs> geez, that's going to be another episode and a half, that one. Um, yeah, I still, well. Acceptance for that. Or the strength of someone to come out. Yes. I think the acceptance will, I, funny enough, I actually think the acceptance will be there. Mm. But the courage to come out and say it will be a completely, that'll be a, that'll be a, a, a monumental day. Yeah. For sport across the nation. Because yeah. the biggest code, because I don't think we've had a gay cricketer, male gay, male gay cricketer come out. Soccer player, basketballer, AFL footballer, NRL playing player. Mm-hmm. I don't think any of them. I don't remember Neil Roberts came out. Yeah. I think that was after he'd finished, I believe. I thought it was like maybe his last two or one or three years. I, I could be wrong. But someone in the head at heyday to come out. And look, maybe that was the catalyst for someone to go, hey, you know what? If that's the worst it's going to get, yeah, it's going to get pretty bad. But maybe I can make a stand and make a make it uh, a change for, for not just me, but for players all around the country. Yeah, you're right. That's going to be, that's going to be, that's going to be huge that day. We'll, we'll yep. be doing another special on that one. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so I hope, yeah, I, I just hope that we all learn from Adam Goods and yeah, I, I hope, I hope everyone can sort of grow up and see that, you know, we're all just, you know, and I always chuck myself in there because I'm probably, I've probably got pushed left and right a few times hearing the Andrew Bolts of the world and then listening to other people who have got a more rounder experience. So I probably got pushed left and right all the time on this myself. Yep. That we can all probably um, see through the bullshit and what it is and actually call it what it actually is, which is, which was racism in this case. Yep. I think we, I think that's the thing that I've taken probably the biggest out of it is that, yeah, let's just, let's just take a step back and go, it, it wasn't great and mm. it's pretty embarrassing and we've all had a we've all had a part to do it whether it's been direct or indirect and let's just not get down let's let's hope we never have to watch another documentary like that again yeah yep good chat any other final, any other final uh, words I'm sorry yeah that's all I gotta say I'm sorry yeah that was brutal brutal thanks mate for the chat no thank you very much thanks listeners and um yeah just have a think next time and we'd love to get your feedback on our, you know, keep the conversation yeah. going on our Facebook. Yeah, exactly right. And um, yeah, just give us a bit of a chat how you thought. Um, yep. Because you know what? It's for once, it wasn't how I liked my football. Yeah, no. for sure. And also, uh, we're recording next Tuesday. So even drop us a line yeah. before the show next Tuesday yep. and we can get your comments. Yeah, we might even call you in. If you want to have a chat to us directly... Um, we'll do it. We'll do it. If you want to call in and give your opinion, we'll organise it. Okay. Uh, J-Dog, mate. Um, I think that puts a, a bit of a close on this special little episode. And um, yeah, have a great night. You too. Thanks for the chat. See you, Bye.